This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. And there it is. That's as good as it gets on this stage. Nissan Townstar EV strikes again. It's an unstoppable van. Unstoppable! Look, just fantastic. You can actually see the ProPilot technology in action. Effortless parallel parking. It moves with all the confidence that comes with a five-year warranty. And with a bench full of all-star van experts, there's real strength in depth here. That's all-star quality. Search Nissan Townstar EV and visit your local all-star van centre to see for yourself. Terms and conditions apply. Five years or 100,000 miles, whichever comes first. ProPilot is an advanced driver assist technology. Driver's responsibility to stay alert, drive safely, and control vehicle at all times. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. 95% of Uber Eats orders are on time, which is great. Because the only thing I care about more than football is spicy pepperoni pizza for kickoff. But on the off chance your order is late, Uber Eats will give you three months, $0 delivery fee with a free Uber One membership. Now that's a spicy offer. On time claim based on latest arrival time shown after order is placed. Offer ends to 19 2023 Current Uber One members not eligible. Subscription will auto-renew at $9.99 each month starting three months from initial enrollment. See Uber.com slash Uber One for terms. Benefits available only for eligible stores. Order minimum supply. Watching Lester Till I Die TV with Chris and Chums. YouTube, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and Pinterest. All you need for everything Leicester City FC. It's Leicester Till I Die TV. Please subscribe now on YouTube. Broadcasting live worldwide. And now, here's your host. All right, Chris. All right then, good evening, how the devil are we? Yeah, I know it's early, uh, <laughs> five o'clock instead of six, uh, but we have got a special show coming up at seven and it isn't anything to do with the Women's Euro. Stay till the end. Uh, I have mentioned it already the sort of last few days, but do stick, seven o'clock, a special show coming up. But this is the Leicester Till I Die news show. Looking at tonight, we've got a bit of catching up to do. Uh, as I've just seen, Chelsea with five, Raheem Sterling with 47 45. What's happening with Brendan Tatum? Well, that's explained tonight. Um, another another one we've missed out on. 
Nathan Collins from Wolves and Burnley. Uh, after Sangri is ready to sign a new PSG deal if we don't hurry up. 31 tra players travelled to Belgium but no uh, Schmeichel or Ward. What is that telling us? Hamza Chowdhury to West Brom off. Still no Tillemans update. Hmm. Uh, Man United midfielder message. Our city turning into Southampton B. And then we have, have a question and answer session at the end. But we'll be going over well, all of it mostly to Leicester Mercury, where they try and answer some of your transfer questions. This is Letter Fly Guys TV, YouTube. Please give us a subscribe if you haven't already. Thank you for watching. Thank you for listening. This is the news channel. Is it me? Well, we're going to start. Let's start first of all with some weather. Well, let's start with the weather, eh? Um, it's hot. Moving on. <laughs> we, uh, it is so hot. I don't. I don't know how you guys are managing. I'm down here on the south coast. There's no breeze. I've got. I've got my back door open, and that's obviously always a risky thing. Um, uh, but uh, there we go. Um, cheers, uh, cheers, Dan. I'll make a note of that for the future. Thank you very much sir, for explaining that. Um, obviously, I don't, I can't tell at this end, so thank you. So, shall we have a look at what is happening in the news? Let's bring it up and we'll go through it bit by bit. Um, Brendan Shake Up. <laughs> well, I mean. Was it a rebuild? What, what what was it? What was it? Um, I just I, I, I just wonder whether it was all done, as I've said a few times, just as a G-up to some of the players during the season. And, you know, whether it doesn't actually mean anything. But, um, well, you know, we're on day... One day, 34, 34 of the transfer window. And we still haven't signed anybody. I think we're the only Premier League club that hasn't yet signed anybody. Are we worried? Are we looking at this as in the club is taking its time? Or are we thinking maybe the coffers are empty? And, you know, <laughs> I, I don't know. I don't know. What's this one here? Spencer, good evening. How are you? Uh, evening, Chris. If Brendan Rodgers, whoever is in charge of transfers, mentioned... <laughs> yeah, yeah, we're going to come on to that later. So I might have to cross my legs, mate. Might have to cross my legs. But we don't have, like I say, this healthy rebuild. So, um, Terry, good evening. Uh, now to resurrect my question. Clubs buy in January while season is in full swing. So what's the problem if we buy in August? I don't know what the problem is. We, we, we don't seem to... Well, yeah. I know what you're saying. I know what you're saying. But how often? More often than not, January January transfers are very much last minute. You're filling a gap because of an injury. You're not necessarily getting the player you want. And quite often you're playing, paying over the odds because 
then you know other the selling clubs know that's why you're buying uh i know yes we've got telemans on low blah, blah, blah. Well, there's always an odd good one but generally speaking i hate the january transfer window if we don't make any signings in january as we didn't last year uh, uh terry i'm quite happy with that because you know it can unsettle the team um i remember newcastle being top of the league and they went and signed um a, 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 I think it was a Costa Rican striker. There were six, seven, eight, nine points ahead of Man United, and they end up losing the, the title to Man United because he disrupted. He disrupted the the team. Um, so yeah, I'm not. I'd sooner buy in January than uh, sorry, sooner buy in the summer than in January. But like I say, what Brendan Rodgers' healthy shakeup really is, as Leicester set for transfer wooden spoon. Um, the Leicester City manager's comments at the weekend brought raised eyebrows with concern among the fans that the summer was not going to be what they thought it might. I mean, it's also confusing, isn't it? I mean, we have got we have got a new transfer guru coming in. This uh, this Martin guy from uh, from Southampton, but he's not joining us until the transfer window's open. Even though Southampton have got a new um, person in charge of transfers so what's that all about they've got a new one in already but we've got to wait to get uh, to get the guy from them until the end of the transfer window i think we've been stitched up a bit like a turkey there <laughs> uh, I, I anyway so when brendan rogers said over the weekend that a big part of his healthy shake-up of the leicester city squad was the reconnection with our culture they were raised raised eyebrows can you smell something here? Is is there a smell going around here? Yeah, I just wonder. Get that cow out. Um, this was far removed from the healthy shake-up supporters thought we were going to see uh, their club go through. Back when Rogers first mentioned those words in February, it was a reference to transfers and improving the team by recruiting a different level of player or a hungry player who wants to prove a point. The manager also said five or six uh, signings would constitute a refresh of the squad and that built excitement ahead of the transfer window. Supporters had anticipated that City may flex their muscles uh, in the market in order to kickstart another charge towards the top four. I mean, now, I know, I know we'll be doing the devil of the deep blue sea here because if we don't, if we don't, it is wrong. Thank you. Thank you, Mason. Uh, I've, I've been rushing today. I've been rushing all round today. Um, I am two years out of date. You're quite right. You are quite right. Um, there we go. So I, I don't know what to make of it. The club, If the club come out and explain to us what is going on, it leaves all their transfer policy open. Like, oh, well, you know, they can't buy until they sell Tillemans and, you know, let's go in for a, a cheeky, cheeky offer, cheaper offer for Tillemans. It, 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 is, it is hard. I just don't know what what is going on. You know, what is happening at our club? As I say, the last, the last group, the last team to make a signing in the Premier League. Wooden spoon. I mean, you know, that kind of sums it up, doesn't it? Um, Terry says we will get bigger books for Tielemans if he has a good World Cup. 
Well, we, we won't because they'll only have six months of his contract left when he comes back and he can start talking to clubs straight away in uh, foreign clubs straight away and we could lose him for nothing. So we'll actually get little uh, smaller books for him, Terry. Um, anyways, I just, as I say, it's the hope that kills us. It's the not knowing that drives us potty. Let's be honest with you. Um <laughs> And 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 the and, and the players that we're going in for, right? The players that we're going in for. Let's have a look. And you're going to get a lot of this, I'm afraid, because I'm having to move from one screen to another. Um, if I can just find the right one, here we go. No, it's not that one. Um, it, we had one of those days where everything is absolutely going uh, going wrong. Uh, let's have a look at a different screen. Um, what we are looking for is the fact that we lost Nathan Collins. We lost out on Nathan Collins. Um, now, I don't know how true this actually was, really. Was there any truth in it? We were supposed to be at the forefront for you know for Tarkovsky. Now, I know, I I know some of you don't want Tarkovsky. I thought it was really good. We've got Evans back, and I'm not saying that Evans is going to be injured every five minutes. But we've seen now, if there's a certain age like Jamie Vardy, that when they do get um, when they do get an injury, they're out for a lot longer. So we need somebody to come in. Yes, we've got Fafana, um, but he's still only young. We know that Soyun Chu plays better with a more experienced uh, partner. And when Evans isn't there, Soyun Chu doesn't seem to play as well. We have been after Tarkovsky for ages. As soon as he becomes free, because we wouldn't pay £30 million apparently for him. That was too much. Um, you know, too much for you know, experienced Premier League defender 30 million. Um, well, we wrote that off on Slomani, didn't we? Uh, and, and then you've got him going for a free, and then we don't go in for him. Yes, I know he wants to, um, he wanted to go to stay in the northwest, I get that, but surely we could have outbid Everton. Surely could have made it worth his while. But we lost him because we are fiddling, fiddling about. We are fiddling about. Um, and there we have Leicester City transfer target. Well, it's not set to complete now. As far as I know, we has completed a 20 million move to rivals. Um, he's moved for 20 million, 20 million to Wolverhampton Wanderers. Now, he's only, he hasn't been at, uh, at Burnley a whole season yet. And I'm talking to you, know, you all know Dan, the Burnley fan that comes on here. He didn't want to lose him, is that good? He didn't think he would lose him because he's literally only just joining on a contract. And yet we've lost him. Still, I guess we've got Vestergaard, haven't we? So, you know, let's not panic too much, eh, guys? We've got Vestergaard here to, uh, to, to fill in though, that gap. And then, and then if that is not good enough, 
oh, you know, we then have the problem of looking at losing possibly somebody else. Because here we have Leicester Tog Ibrahim Songer ready to sign a new PS PSV deal if transfer offer for midfielder doesn't come soon. You know, these guys, it's their career. They've not got time to sit down and twiddle their thumbs while Leicester City got the fingers up the backside, deciding do we want him, don't we want him? Oh, should we make a not winner? The one player that we actually surprised ourselves, we went in, we said, what's the release clause? 30 million, right, we'll buy him for 30 million, was Perez. Why can't we be doing that with players now? Do Are we really that hard up? Are we really got no, no money to spend? It is looking that way. It is definitely looking that way. And, and if it is, like I say, I understand it because, you know, we, we're reliant on these owners but who, I still think about who made who made that deal with Southampton for their uh, director of transfers. You know, I, I just I, I don't get it. But like I say, with this guy here, Ibrahim Sangar, uh, Leicester Target is ready to sign a new deal with Dutch club PSV Eindhoven if an offer does not come in soon. Uh, midfielder powerhouse Songa, 24, has been wanted by the Foxes boss after impressing his side in the Europa Conference League. However, Leicester have not yet found a buyer for Yuri Tillemans, and so could not join the bidding at the required thirty million. Um, they will sell centre half Jan Vestergaard. Well, maybe get a million for him, and he, and even striker Kalechi Inacho. Sanger's current uh, deal expires in twenty twenty five. You want you want to sell? We're thinking about selling Inacho now. I, I I don't know I don't know what to say. It, it it goes beyond words. You know, a player that was our top scorer the season before last, relegated to being a bit part player again. I think I think you know if he wants, I think he'll want to go. Not whether we want to sell him or not, but you know, who knows? <laughs> he's probably. I don't know how many years it actually has got left on his contract. But let's say he's got two or three. It will probably take Leicester City two or three years to really decide whether we want to sell him or not. We can't make that our uh, <laughs> mind up that much about it. So that's possibly two. Now Ben Mee's the other one that we've been linked with. Will that be? Ha will that happen? I mean Burnley going through a, a rebuild. Ben Mee. Uh, is probably was along with Nathan Collins was an excellent. He, he was their captain. He's got the experience again. Uh, yes, obviously we do need some young, but we've got to say we do need the experience. And the defence isn't the same when Johnny Evans isn't in it. Uh, and I've got to be honest with you, I am just getting absolutely, absolutely fed up. Um, so let's have a look at the. Um, the general news then and see what we can uh, gather from that as we go through all the um all the transfer news and here we go so uh, leicester city transfer news live tory tielemans warning colwell boost rival swoop well we know that what the rival swooping is um, I mean, you know, 
he's back now. He's back in training. He's gone to Belgium. You know, if it, if it's him that's dragging it on, you were causing more trouble to this club, Yuri, by staying. Pack your boots and go so we can move on if you're going to go. This one, I might stay at Leicester. I wouldn't be unhappy if I stay at Leicester. I want to tell you something. The fans are going to get unhappy with you. We're really going to get fed up with you. I mean, Spencer said here, Ben Mee um, is, is, is better for him than Tarkovsky. Well, yeah, but we're we going to get him. You know, until this guy decides to get his finger out his arse and decide what he wants to do, we probably haven't got the money to get anybody. But, oh, no, no, you're is fine, you know. I scored you an FA Cup goal. You were, you know, you 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 get on your knees before me and and uh, and love the ground that I walk on, worship it. Uh, well, you know, you, you you I've forgotten that because at the moment I'm just so fed up with you and the way that you are, you know, dragging your heels. It appears over this. You know that 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 look probably sums him up. I mean, we are still looking. The key event there, which is Jamie Vardy makes Leicester City promise and delivers key contract update, that was like a week ago, and it's still our only key event. You know, are, are our owners, are our, are our um, you know, managing directors, are, are the board not embarrassed by all this? You know, are, are, are I going to be proved wrong when I said maybe we should give Brendan Rodgers the third year? I don't know. Is it all Brendan's fault or is it not all Brendan's fault? Well, they're all off. Too. Well, most of the squad have gone over to Belgium and ready for the uh, weekend uh, Saturday's friendly against our sister club, uh, OH Raven, uh, which we will be doing as a live watch along again here on Lesson Till I Die TV in 12.45 on Saturday. Um, Rodgers now has, near, he has a near full squad to work with. Um, now again, good, and, and I know, and I'm, 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 I'm happy to admit, and I will admit that you know when we got the players back at the back end of last season, in those last three or four games, and yeah, we weren't playing anybody big. Uh, we played Chelsea, we got a draw with them. Um, it actually was like having some new players. Yeah. So you know. <sighs> If we don't need anybody and we stick with the squad we've got, again, come out and say it. Spencer says here, and yeah, you've got a point, Spencer. If a bid hasn't come in for Yuri, he can't go anywhere in fairness to him. Well, then, you know, if he is going to sign, sign an extension like Harry Maguire did, which enables us to then be able to claim a, a, a bigger amount for him, do it. You know, do not, do not just drag it out. Because at the end of the day... It is his decision because he can turn around and, you know, say, right, you know, nobody wants me. I'm going to re-sign for Leicester. Because if we wait for Arsenal to pull the finger out, God knows when it would happen. Probably the day, the transfer deadline day. Then who are we going to get in? You know, knowing Leicester will miss the transfer deadline by 14 seconds again. But the interesting thing is that neither Schmeichel nor Ward has gone to... Belgium. Schmeichel's been given uh, a, an extra stay. Do, do you know what the reason is? 
He's a goalkeeper, so he doesn't need to exert himself as much. Oh, so Casper, you lucky person. You're a goalkeeper, so you don't exert yourself so much. So you can actually uh, have some more time off. Because we wouldn't want to wear you out, would we? Because, you know, you are getting on a little bit now. Small spherical objects. Time for Schmeichel to go. He had an awful season last season. Yes, I know the defence wasn't that good in front of him, but he was awful. You know, I I, I thought you I thought <laughs> he'd been bitten by Dracula because he was scared of crosses, and he wouldn't come out and command his area, and yet he was supposed to be commanding the whole pitch as our captain. Complete. I mean, yes, okay, he made some good saves. That's his job. That is what we pay him to do, make some good saves. We also pay him to come out for crosses to command his box, and he was failing at that on both. You know, and how many times did he make bad passes out to the defence? And if he's not happy, he should be talking to, to Brendan and say, I don't want to be doing this. So Casper's old now. He's passed his best. Move him on. Yeah, he's got, and we only bought him for a million. So even if we let him go for, you know, a few hundred thousand. So what? Let him go somewhere. Promote Ward who's a Welsh international. Yep, okay, it's only Wales, I do know. Uh, promote him, promote Iverson, and promote Stockyard. So those are your three goalkeepers. I'm surprised we didn't give you Pokovic of the extension, to be honest with you. He likes his goal. We've got, I think we've got four or five goalkeepers in the development squad. I mean, do we have a goalkeepers five-a-side team or something? I don't know. I don't know. But I think, for me... And we did do a show. If you didn't see it, we did a show um, on on um, Monday, I think it was. Yeah, Monday. So it's under the latest shows. It's called Snog Marry Avoid. Myself and Brad went through all the team, uh, all the main squad, and decided not whether we wanted to snog marry or avoid them, <laughs> but whether we... <laughs> that's, that's another show for another time. We went first to whether we should sell keep or loan. And I was certainly one for telling Michael he wanted to teach Michael so um <laughs> that was one we disagreed on um but I, I think it is time for him to go so no goalkeepers but they have taken some uh, some youth players and it's great that the youth players are coming through but hmm. the West Brom transfer boost leaves Leicester City future uncertain and as a countless future continues to be up in the air with news that West Brom appear to have switched their attention away from the Leicester City player. A 24-year-old winning with, uh, ball-winning midfielder was twice the target of Steve Bruce when he was managing Newcastle United and the game linked with him interested experience manager early this summer as he looks to strengthen his Hawthorns, uh, the squad at the Hawthorns. Um, but the baggage interest on the former star man Oki Yokoshui looks to have pushed Charity down the wanted list of targets in that position. I really don't know what to do with Hamza. Um, there's a little bit of me that says, you know what, it's time for him to go because we've got Mendy. You know, Indeed, he's always going to be your first choice as your defensive midfielder, let's be honest. You know, there's certain players, you know, that, you know, Tielemans is the same. Whatever we say about him, he's going to be one of the first names uh, on the pitch. As, as is Vardy, if he is fit. Um, so, indeed, he is. So, the thing is, if he, like he did last season, gets injured, 
who do we then play? Rogers cocked it up again last season when he put, uh, or he didn't put Mendy in any squad, so he couldn't use him. That feed him off. And yet Mendy is the only player to have come to the end of the season with a trophy from the AFCOM um, Cup of Nations. So, do we keep Indeedy or do we keep Hamza? You see, Hamza, and again, this is something I know we don't see training, but this is something I'm not sure what Rodgers is playing at. I'm really not. Because, you know, we, we when we beat Liverpool uh, over Christmas in the league, he played Hamza because of our player shortage as a defender. And left against Liverpool, he played very well. All right, Liverpool missed a penalty, I know. But he, he played excellently. And Brendan Rodgers, as I have often said, was blowing smoke out of his arse like you wouldn't believe. It was like a chimney fire. And then we never saw him again. So, you know, the, the players must be confused as to what the hell is going on. Because, I mean, the fans certainly are. Does he want Hamza? To me, if Mendy goes, then obviously we, we should keep Hamza. And Hamza is a multi-position uh, uh, player, so he can play in a few different positions. We've seen how good he was in defence. So, um, you know, if we're going to keep him, you know, then Mendy's got to go. One week I want to keep Mendy. I've got to be honest with you, the next week I want to keep um, Hamza. <laughs> yes. What do you guys think? Do you, who would you sooner keep? Uh, today I'm Hamza. Tomorrow I might be Mendy. Um, we don't need them both. We don't need them both. But that, that's the problem. I mean, you know, we've held on to all our players and the value to us, because we ha I know we got to a European semi-final and I don't think it was a particularly bad season finishing eighth, but it has diminished the demand um, for our players because they looked at Leicester and thought, yeah, they've had a bad season. You know, who'd have thought there, were, there wouldn't be four, five, six clubs knocking on the door for Tielemans? They look at the, they look at the season we had. Don't take into account necessarily everything, all the injuries and everything that was going on. And just say that they had a bad season. Maybe we don't want their players after all. Oh, it's a tangle web we weave. So Hamza coming or going, we don't know. Tielemans should be wary of Chelsea's example here. Um, the Belgian's been a key player for the club since arriving initially on loan. Um, his performances have earned admiring glances from clubs across Europe. But it's Arsenal who have been the most heavily linked with the player this summer. Uh, the midfield could take recent comments from two former players and potential warning over opting for a move away from the King Power Stadium this summer. Of course, two of those, well, the two of them were Danny Simpson, who was being interviewed, I think, after the uh, friendly game against Notts County, who happened to be the best team in Nottingham. I thought you'd agree. Um, when he says he wished he'd. He wished he'd never left because of the atmosphere and, you know, that band of brothers feeling and, and everything that was going on at the club. He wishes he had stayed. And, of course, we know the other one, Danny Drinkwater. Um, you know, <laughs> I mean, do I feel sorry for him? No. I mean, I, I feel sorry for the fact that he went through, you know, the death of his parents, 
and I'm not an animal lover, but apparently, you know, his dog dying uh, upset him, um, and you respect that. Uh, but it was his decision to move. I believe it was him that was sat in the car outside the Chelsea um, <laughs> trading camp, wherever they do the, the transfers, waiting to be told he could go. The grass was greener, and look where he is now. So, Yuri, yes, do be careful where you go. Um, I think you are a different class to drink water, though. Uh, I think we, you know, we, as much as I think James was the better when it was James and drink water together. And we all know, of course, with Canty and drink water, Canty made drink water probably. I mean, he wasn't, wasn't a bad player, to be honest. I think Canty made him look good. Uh, and he thought he was going to be going back and obviously playing with Canty. Chelsea changed managers. The rest is history, as they say. So, yeah, you'll it'd be interesting to see what you decide to do this this millennium. Um, Spencer, I'd keep Mendy better distribution. I, yeah, I do think that a lot of the time. <laughs> I've got to be honest with you. Um, Man United sent midfield a message. Uh, Manchester United fans are keen to see Leicester City linked James Garner with... Wasn't he in, um, in that American police drama where we lived on a mobile mobile home on the beach? Quite with James Garner. By God, he's, he's doing well, isn't he, for his age? <laughs> I know, I'm stupid. Um, linked with James Garner in the upcoming pre-season friendlies after he was left out of the squad for, this, for well, that afternoon's, this is obviously old, clash against Liverpool. Manchester United for Liverpool nil. Maybe we've all got to sort of uh, re-look at where we're going to put players, uh, put teams in the next season prediction league. City were credited with an interesting Garner early this summer with reports suggesting that Brendan Rodgers has been keeping tabs on the former Nottingham Forest low knee. I mean, he did have an excellent season at Forest. The City boss is keen to add to his midfield over the summer, uh, especially given the uncertainty of Yuri Tillemans. Uh, new Manchester United boss Eric Ten Hag is said to, to be keen to take a look at the midfielder during pre-season before making a decision over his future. The 21-year-old has joined United squad on the pre-season tour of Thailand, Australia and Norway. Oh, we didn't go to Thailand, we know. <laughs> we went to Seagrave and uh, up to Preston and Derby. What happened to our trip to Thailand? Mind you, what happened last time we went to Thailand? Yeah, you can't blame the owners, can you? So, I don't know how Man United fans would react to this because we know, we know, as good as we say the Leicester City Academy is, we do know Man United Academy, they produce some good players um, over the years. So do, but would, would, would the situation they are in, would Manchester United fans be happy with, you know, Ken Hogg bringing through more youngsters? Or do they want more and more names being brought in from other clubs? That's the interesting thing. Or if Manchester United are, are interested in Tiedemans, can we do a deal with them? If he's that good. Um, who knows? I, I need a crystal ball for our country. Um, on that. But it'd be interesting to know. I have to speak to Man United and see their thoughts on that. Because, you know, you look know, you know, at the Rashford and, you know, if you're throwing a fight with Man United, it's, 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 it
we do have an excellent academy at Manchester United, but they can also, of course, they can bring in the big names. Um, they've got their own problems with Ronaldo. Is he staying? Is he going? Um, and then, yeah, we'll see you in, 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 in the end. Uh, I don't know. I don't know. Um, now then, uh, I, I, I'm going to have to apologise here to Terry. I think I might actually lose Terry from the screen, uh, from, the, from the show, because I'm going to have to mention this. Our Leicester City, our Leicester City turning in to Southampton B team. I know, Terry, I know you said somebody in the um, small spherical object area of their body, but um, we have been linked with another Southampton defender. Well, they've been linked with two, we were linked with another one apart from this one. Uh, we probably, I think we missed out on him, didn't we, as well. Um, Leicester City news, Southampton defender linked with move to the King Power Stadium. Can you imagine, can you imagine Vestergaard, Bertrand, and this guy, Jan Ben Ben Nike. I think he, you know, I think he's the better of the three. Um, but we've been linked. Why is it a surprise? <laughs> the Mercury there saying the link with a surprise move for the South uh, Southampton defender. It's not a surprise move. It's the Southampton defender, and we're after him. Yeah, <laughs> what? What's the surprise about that? Um, despite still having three years on his current deal. Benoit faces an uncertain future at St Mary Stadium following the signing of Armel Bella Kochap from VLF Box Bolton. Thanks to Ralph Hussenhal, I've also had plenty of options in defence. Salio Stevens, um, Lanico, Ian Vari, and Daniel Sneed, the kick from. Who's it going to be? Are we going to get him? Are we not? You know. Um, yeah, we've seen that. Uh, we've seen that, James. Welcome along to the chat, um, James Reed. Um, yeah, we've seen it now. We rented it before Chelsea uh, signing Sterling Bargain, if you ask me. A bargain at 47 and a half million. Um, surprisingly, that one just go to a little championship team. I'm not going to lie. But anyway, so that's the transfer news sort of in a nutshell. The Leicester Mercury, I do like this on the Leicester Mercury, actually, on Leicester Mercury Live. They do do a um, question and answer. You know, we get people to send in the questions and their uh, their chief football writer um, will actually try and answer them for you. Um, so Jordan Blackwell has attempted to answer your questions, guys. So let's see. Let's see what he has been saying. So, question. Is there anyone we're concretely in talks with, or is it just rumours? How long do you think it will be before we buy, uh, sell and buy? I'm just having a drink. Uh, at the moment, no, I'm not aware of any concrete talks with potential signings. But it's rare that news of concrete talks emerges until something is an advanced stage. Yes, there were plenty of rumours during the rounds, but many of them will have foundation. City aren't being idle. They will have players on their shortlist uh, or players that they have been linked to. Uh, sorry, of the players that we've been linked to, I think Calwell at Chelsea, Sanger at PSV, who we've just mentioned, and Del Coutier at Club Bruges all fit what they're looking for. 
As for timing, I don't think anything is imminent. So we now may now not see any significant outgoings or arrivals until next week at the earliest. Okay. Del Cateri, I have a feeling he's going to go to AC Milan. And we've already mentioned that uh, Sanger will probably um, stay at PSV if we don't hurry up. And Colwell at Chelsea, I would love him. I would absolutely love him, to be honest with you. But I don't know whether we can get him or not. Uh, Leicester lost by conceding two goals from set pieces. And Schmeichel didn't go to France with the team. Is that a worry? Also, will Leicester end the transfer window without signing any players? Uh, as I've written, I don't think the extra break for Schmeichel quite stacks up, given he's a goalkeeper and it's not as physically taxing, and given he's not the only City player who will definitely be heading to the World Cup. Why I'm not concerned about the set-pieces uh, conceding in the Notts County game as it was mostly on players on the pitch, and there's been no time yet for Rodgers to address it with all of his squad present. I do wonder if any work they're doing, Evian will be as effective as it could be without Schmeichel there. I think defending set-pieces is something they need to involve all 11 players, it's harder to practice that, getting used to the goalkeeper's movements and things like that. Interesting. Uh, that is, and then he goes on about transfers. Will you be challenging Brendan on our lack of transfer business compared with statements over the last six months around improving the squad? I am hoping, says Jordan Blackwell of the Leicester Mercury, to speak to Rogers after the Leuven game on Saturday and plan to ask him about transfers. Yes. Well, I'm not sure... He needs challenging as such. It'll be interesting to get his thoughts on the slow progress in the market, given what he had hoped for. Are Brendan and the club aligned on what is needed, or is a lack of investment reflecting the doubts over the moment? Wow. Uh, yes, I think they are aligned. The chairman wrote in his programme notice for the last game of the season of the club of plans for investment. The most modest and proper said the approach to transfer business this summer. Uh, I don't think a lot of activity is based on doubts over the manager. Uh, no, I think it is more to do with wanting to get players off the books first before bringing others in. But also, Roger doesn't have the sole say on transfers, even during this period where there isn't a head of recruitment in place. It's collaborative effort when picky by players, they're doing it for the club, not just for the manager who is then in charge. That is well said, Jordan. That is well said. Um, We've seen uh, a number of academy players promoted into the first team squad. Uh, and this is along with the lack of transfer to be dragged on, the better chance the entire man to have a breaking through. Um, any chance of extending Madder's contract this year uh, so that the club protects his assets like with Little Wales last season? And John said it's got to be. The club are well aware of the power of long contracts and how it strengthens their hand in negotiations if any of the Premier League's elite come looking for a deal. Uh, I know the club do business behind closed doors and we'll never know the depths of transfer negotiations that are ongoing, but the silence is painful. Should we be worried about the club finances? Uh, as mentioned in a previous answer, Top said in his programme notes before the final game of the season that the club had planned for investment. So maybe I'm wrong on that then. Maybe I'm wrong on that. Um, and we will see. So it's all, it, we all, we've all still ended up with ifs, buts, and maybes. Have we not? You know, we, we're no better off, I don't know, than we were. Uh, you know, when I see, I mean, that you know, Leicestershire ladies have made two signings. 
Leeds, Nottingham Forest coming up and made more signings. I, I just think, you know, we are we are being that slow that we are just going to lose out on them, and that is the big worry. But uh, that is the news, basically the fact there is no news. So <laughs> maybe one day, maybe one day. I'll have to get some indoor fireworks to go off if we actually make a sign-in. Guys, thank you for tuning in. It was just a quick catch-up today. Um, don't forget, uh, please support the companies that support the channel. They're all listed in the table below. Uh, if you're on YouTube, in the description. Um, and don't forget, what are you doing at 7 o'clock? I've got this guy coming on. Yeah, Rodri Giggs, Ryan's brother. What does he think, really think about Leicester? What does he really think about Manchester United next season? Um, what did he think of them last season? Could he, you know, he was manager at Salford at one point. So we're talking Salford, Manchester United, Leicester City, and of course, Wales. What does he say? What would he sooner happen? Beat England and not progress through to the to the next round of the World Cup or lose to England and progress? We will find out. We will find out, I am sure, later on. If you haven't already, as he was doing earlier, said please subscribe to the channel. Thank you for your eyes if you've been watching us. Thank you for your ears if you've been listening to us on the podcast. My name's Chris, and I will be back at 7 o'clock with the Rodri Giggs interview. I will see you then. Take care. Goodbye. And remember, whatever you do, enjoy it, but don't do anything I wouldn't enjoy. Good night. Thanks for watching Lester Till I Die. This is Chris saying goodbye, and see you next time. Network. 
And there it is. That's as good as it gets on this stage. Nissan Townstar EV strikes again. It's an unstoppable van. Unstoppable! Look, just fantastic. You can actually see the ProPilot technology in action. Effortless parallel parking. It moves with all the confidence that comes with a five-year warranty. And with a bench full of all-star van experts, there's real strength in depth here. That's all-star quality. Search Nissan Townstar EV and visit your local all-star van centre to see for yourself. Terms and conditions apply. Five years or 100,000 miles, whichever comes first. ProPilot is an advanced driver assist technology. Driver's responsibility to stay alert, drive safely, and control vehicle at all times. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans.